Hello, everyone. So for the past five years, I've been wrestling with this one question. How do we get more students to graduate from college? If you look at the numbers nationally, just about 50% of students who start will end up with a college degree. And for those who are first in their families to go to college, the numbers are horrible. Just about 10% of them will have a college degree at the end of six years. In my previous work, I was responsible for getting about 200 students to college each year. And so every year, I had students who were eager and hopeful. And then because they faced a myriad of challenges, they struggled. And so I knew there had to be a better way. And so when I set, up, set off on this entrepreneurial journey, it was very personal to me. I needed to find that way. So I had a lot of domain expertise because I dealt with this issue day in and day out. And so I knew what the right solution should be. I knew that a web-based application that helped pull information from students, their academic data and their financial data would work. And not only that, we needed a knowledge database where advisors who were working with students one-on-one -on -one could actually like, get information and become experts in the particular schools that they were working with. And so I developed the solution really quickly, and I started talking to customers. Unfortunately, I had these great ideas, and as most of you know, as you do customer development, my ideas didn't line up with what customers actually wanted. And so I got a lot of skepticism. I got conversations from people saying, like, I don't quite figure out how, the, I don't quite see how this would work. This doesn't quite make a lot of sense. And there was one key thing. As much as I was talking to customers who were like my organization, I was missing one big piece, the student. Can you imagine? Like, this is a solution to get more students into college, and yet the solution had nothing to do with students. And it was because while I had deep domain expertise about, about this and I was dealing with it on a daily basis when I was working, I actually was just overconfident about my own idea. And because of that, I really was listening to information and, and sort of taking in information that confirmed what I already believed. And as a result of that, I was missing this big thing, this whole issue around having a solution solved sol and working with students. So I was fortunate enough after not having a lot of traction, to get an opportunity to work with an organization that actually had a user-centered approach. And so that gave me my second chance. And since then, I've used a few things in order to make sure that I'm not necessarily just relying on my own insight, but really making sure that I'm listening to users and listening to customers in order to make sure that this works. Because for me, this is actually a passion project. It's something that I want to make sure works, because I want more kids to graduate from college. And there are three things that I've done. One is I make sure that I focus on the problem and not the solution. I make sure that I'm testing all of my assumptions. And lastly, I've gone through this process of making sure that each week, as I talk to customers and look at customer data, I'm making sure that I'm capturing it through weekly reviews. And so I want to talk a little bit about how we do, how I've done this. So first, around focusing on the problem. Again, for me, this is really about college completion, and it's a big issue, sort of a, a big, hairy, audacious goal. And so there are a few things that I've done. The first is, I keep that goal in mind front and center. And so one of the big barriers that students face in college is not having the right academic behavior. So, you know, I know that certainly when I was in college, I didn't have great time management skills. My study skills were pretty good, um, but students struggle with prioritizing their time. And so we developed features that actually addressed it and addressed it in a pretty in innovative way. But I knew that that wasn't enough. And so we started to dig deeper. And what I found 
and having what we did actually was we had students do time studies, and so we went had them go through their weeks and figure out how much time they were spending on schoolwork, how much time they were spending in class, how much time they were spending at work, how much time they were spending on extracurricular activities. And what was really interesting that we found when we actually just focused on the ultimate outcome was that students were focusing on things that had immediate results. So if they were scheduled for track practice, they went to track practice because if they didn't, the coach would yell at them. And they went to class because that worked. But what they weren't focused on were the things that had more longer timelines. And so they would always delay studying because, you know, if you didn't study today, you could study tomorrow. And yet what they were finding when I started talking to particular students who had dropped out of college or who had been asked to leave college was that at the end of the semester, they had lost their financial aid, or they were on academic probation, or they had been academically dismissed. This was a problem. And so from this process, and really understanding what students were struggling with, we realized that the sense of urgency wasn't necessarily there. And why? It was because students didn't know ahead of time what the consequences of the decision was. So this has led us to a feature and an approach in, all, in our mobile product that I, tried, I call Scared Straight. And so here's an example. So for students who don't necessarily see the correlation between their actions and ultimately the consequences, what we do is um, we, we show them this. And so the mobile app allows them to take their GPA, put in a variety of GPAs and credits, and actually see what the correlation is so they can see what's at stake. So if you're a student who's thinking about dropping a class, you need to be clear how that's going to impact your financial aid. And if you're actually struggling and trying to figure out if you're going to get the same GPA this semester as you did last semester, you need to understand that you're going to have to come up with $5,000 from somewhere else for next semester. And so it puts a very clear correlation between what things students need to be doing. And what we found was this actually works much better in getting them to understand in real time what the consequences are. And then you could start to address the academic tools that students needed in order to be successful. The second thing that we figured out is that we needed to really look at multiple solutions. And so I tend to think that every idea I come up is brilliant. Uh, but I realize that that's actually not true. And so a perfect example of this was around study blocks. So if you remember back to your college experience, we're actually typically in class only about 15 hours. And so students have a lot of free time, which is a good thing and it's also a bad thing. Because somehow at the end of the semester, most students are cramming. And it's because they don't figure out enough time to use in order to study. So I had this great idea that we would actually figure out what students' open times were, and then we would, we would push to them in their mobile phones these study blocks that they would study. They absolutely hated the idea. Now, what I did find worked was when we asked students to tell us what times they were planning to study, and then sent them reminders, they were much more, that was much more palatable. But what we found was an interesting thing. As we would ask students what times they were going to study next, they started to tell us what they were going to be studying for. Studying for. And so we started to push that information to them. And so they would get a reminder the day before and an hour before of when they were going to study, as well as what they were going to study. That worked really, really well. Lastly, what we found was really helpful was to make sure that you're capturing information that didn't agree with what you necessarily thought. And so again, most students are sort of hooked to their mobile phones because we know mobile is taking over the world. Um, and, and so what we found was students told us they never read email. They hate email. 
Like, it's, everything is about text. And so we were sending them reminders, and we wanted to use text. But I knew that that, wasn't quite, that wouldn't quite work, because there was a lot of rich information in the syllabus that we wanted to push to them, and, and that wasn't quite enough. So I structured an email, and I sent it to students. Surprisingly, over 80% of them opened the email. Wow. Now, in talking to students, what I found was what worked in this particular case was that it was relevant and it was timely. And so here again, this was information that we absolutely would not have known if we hadn't tried something different. The other thing I want to talk about, a little bit about is testing all of your assumptions. And so when we went back to the drawing board, I made sure that I actually wrote out what I thought I knew about different things, about the problem, about the solution, about the user, about the customer. And I want to talk a little bit about that. And so I originally had the customer as organizations like my own, nonprofit organizations that are particularly interested in college success and making sure that students are successful. As I started to talk to them, however, what I found was even though they had the same problem, even though they were struggling with it, the timelines in terms of how they were funded didn't really make sense for them as early adopters. Wow, like I had to go back to the drawing board because there was a whole revenue stream that I had expected that wasn't going to work. And so I refined my hypothesis, and I went to a category that I wasn't necessarily looking at, which was universities. Universities already buy a lot of retention products, but when I talked to them, what I found was most of the products are for faculty and administrators and not for students. Our solution put the hands and in the, in the information in the hands of students, which is very different. And actually, the economics make a lot more sense for universities, because for each student who drops out of college, that's at least $20,000 in tuition, in room and board that walks out the door. So they're much more interested in it. And throughout the process, by finding out what we needed to do, by separating what we knew from what was actually fact, and by refining our hypotheses, we found that it increased significantly our chances of making sure that this would work. The last thing I want to talk about is this process of weekly reviews. So I learned it from an incubator that I participated in called 4.0 Schools that does really great work. And it is to make sure that at, every, at the end of every week, I capture four things. First, what I learned, what questions I have, what insights I've taken from, this, from it, as well as what the next steps are. And so I take on little post-its all this information. I try to sort of figure out, sort of replay back, look through my notes, the conversations I've had with customers, or interactions, or any data from any, anything that we've done. And I try to capture what is new about this. What am I now more afraid of because I learned something? What, what, what are customers saying to me? And I probe for insights. Through this process, I was able to identify something about competitors, actually because I thought one of the competitors was much more formidable. But once I sort of actually started talking to people, a pattern emer emerged. What I found was that this particular customer, people liked because of the communication tools that they provided. Now, that wasn't a feature that I thought that we would need, but now it's something that I have to consider. The last thing that it helped with is really uncovering blind spots. So again, like, I'm in love with my own idea. But what I realized in talking to customers over and over again the solution really, everyone really likes um, because they see a need for it. But there is this open question, will customers actually use it? Because the kinds of students that I'm targeting are students who shy away from when things get difficult. And so it is an open question. And in talking to customers, I was forced to face the fact that I hadn't quite figured it all out. And so that is my next step. And so it's those three things, really focusing on solving the problem, it's making sure that we're testing all our assumptions and going through a weekly review process that enabled me to do so.
Thank you.